This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. He asked me to um, make an announcement on the schedule of 2.50 because of a gold heart and it says uh, helping my community learn with clarity, confidence, and efficiency. It says part two. The gold heart is saying it's not really part two. It's really the same session he gave in the morning for people who aren't here. So if you were there in the morning, you don't want to go to it in the afternoon, or you could go to it. And if you weren't there, you don't have to feel that you can't go to it because you missed part one. It's, it's uh, something, uh, it's uh, a segment by itself. Also, if everyone can shut off their cell phones, um, for this session, for all sessions, out of respect to the speakers, we have a call at Parisera that we instituted, I think it's already three conventions ago, that there are no introductions. And when we instituted it, the first person to speak was Shmuel Kamnetsky Shita. I introduced him and said, I covered to introduce a guy named Shmuel Kamnetsky Shita in Philadelphia. And I sat down and as Shmuel came up and said, Grace Ashikaya. So I think everyone is happy that way. No one came to hear me. People came to hear Rebel Dafyansky. It's my covered to introduce the Shita in Washington and Rebel Dafyansky Shita. Meister rushed a little bit. He said that uh, he's very yekish and thinks that 140. And the nice thing about speaking in a yekish uh, environment is that you can set your watches to 140. It's just a shame that the rest of the world is not yekish. They might tell you it's 150 actually. So we'll uh, have to correct the outside. Um, I'm sure some of you must have been a little bit perplexed at the topic of learning the Shema. Um, as if everything else has been taken care of, the only thing left to do is the learning the Shema part of it. So certainly Silver Spring will hold that out much bigger, of course, and uh, the, last, the last bit is learning the Shema, and then we're just in place. But the truth is, I really wanted to understand. The Shema is not a final Madrega learning, but rather it's built on certain character traits that do have to be built in when you're young, and it really is a developmental process of things that are in a, the nature of the child and personality, and that's really the point that I would like to speak about. Before we can speak about how to teach, how to pass an environment that brings about the Shema, what you really want to ask yourself is, what is the Shema? And most of the time people say, well, the Shema is for its own sake, and that's what it is, and so on and so forth. And people, I think, are missing. Um, people have a sense, I guess, learning the Shema means learning and not having the outside ideas. But what is learning the Shema? Um, let's translate it to Tunis HaNefesh of a person, and that's the point that I'd really like to work on. So let's start out with an illustration of what's not the Shema and different degrees of the Shema. Let's say I meet a person in a shit setting or, or in any social setting event. 
And someone asks me, uh, you seem to spend time with the person, do you like the person? I say, yes, I do a lot. Why? Because he's very rich. And you know, like you're giving money for the institution, and it's great. So that, it's true, the person has money, and um, it's good for me to have that cash and to have a lot of money. But we say to ourselves, as far as that person's personality goes, it is the outermost layer of possibly, it's not even the person, it's just something that's attached to the person. And therefore, what I'm basically saying is, I like the shell, but what's inside it, I have no shyness. A second person, um, I meet and I say, I like the person a lot. Why? Person's tall, dark, and handsome, attractive. So for almost all along, you know, a lot of people describe their spouse in that way. And is there a lot of them? Yes, I married him because he's full dark and handsome. And is he a nice person? I will find out. Is he intelligent? I don't know. But listen, the main thing is he's full dark and handsome. So for some people, that's called the schmuck. In, in, in terminology of Rumusolam, that's called I like that person. I like him what he is. What is he? Full dark and handsome. For us, that's not the. I meet somebody else and I say, I like the person a lot. Why? He's witty, he's sharp. Well, some people feel Zekalaga. The gradations of personality keep going more and more in a way that we would classify as deeper, as more essential to the person. Let's take an, a, a final example. If I have a worker who's working in my factory, and he's great, he's quick, he's on the ball, works very well, and so on. And I pay him for it, and I'm very happy with it. And something happens to him. He becomes not well, he's no longer capable of becoming slow, he becomes much more paralyzed. So, I let go of him. I mean, if I'm, if I'm mentioned, of course, I told him, I'll money and so on and so forth, but bottom line, I am going to say, listen, I mean, I like you because you're a very good worker, you produce X amount of radios per hour. You can't do it anymore, I, I don't like as a worker anymore. I mean, I, you know, I'll give you money, I'll say, oh, fine, great. Let's say, God forbid, somebody's father is now wealthy. And here's somebody tell me something about your father, and as well, he's so deep in understanding and so confident, so much that, so much this, so much that. And now he's got about he's helpless in the problem. So well, so there's another problem. Well, no, because I came home at something, there is a core of the person that I have yet to describe. And as far as those type of relationship goes, it's just a shama, whatever you want to call it, and so on, that's it. So what, I, what I'm illustrating is something that has a lot of layers going from outside to inside. You can stop at different places and for different people, different aspects of personality are the essential person, that, that's him. And if I'm able to tap on to the essential part of a person, that's called Ushmuk. There are some people that are very coarse and 
unfortunately it's very not obvious. And for them, having the money is that. I like it. When I have money, people know I'm rich, I'm this and that. So for him, that's him. And so that is as regards relationships in the world. So relationships in the world come in various degrees, and we identify it as ancillary to essential. That's the range. More ancillary, more essential. That's the, the very essence is the schmuck. So when I like somebody for what he sees himself as, and if this person sees himself as chesed, as the absolute chesed, and that's what I like about the person, and it's a very giving person, then the person feels that he is like. If the person sees himself as a guardian of the Iker, and chesed is a side thing, I'm not going to be happy when somebody latches on to me because I always get a chesed from me. I'm going to want somebody who appreciates me for what I am, and chesed is a nice part. But those, that's the description of what the Shema is, and is not as regards any type of relationship. What about HaKadosh Baruch What about Torah? One person learns Torah because he can become wealthy. Besides deluding himself, it's also not really a, a, um, a, a lesser reform in the reform business, but, but in this business it's not, it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's an illusion, a delusion, that way. But, but so, so that's obviously not the small. What about if somebody, if somebody learns Torah because HaKadosh Baruch punishes bad people, gets back to good people, and the only way to know what to do is Torah? That certainly is close to the essence, but it's not quite in the essence itself. In order to try to understand what the Shema of Torah is, we're going to have to, without getting into impossible to describe, which basically becomes meaningless to us, we're going to have to describe quality, link it with a quality of a Baruch that is revealed to us, and be able to hit home on that reading. In other words, a Baruch Hu has told us, Mahu Rakhu Mahu Rakhu, Mahu there are many, many different types of appellations of Akashvaraku's and Torah, and by getting a sense of which of Akashvaraku's leader can be described as essential with relationship to the other leaders, we'll be able to have a picture of Torah that will tell us what is the Shema Torah, how do we approach it, and so on. There are two reasons why this is very important. I mean, besides the fact that we should be learning Torah Shema, that's the whole of aspiration, that's the peak of the mountain using the, 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 the medical list from this story. One reason is because it will help us understand what we need to develop in ourselves. Secondly, the closer you get home to the essence, the, the longer lasting relationship is. For instance, if my relationship with a person is because he's wealthy, money comes, money goes, and the relationship is as good as, as, as his bank account, that's it. If my relationship with a person is because he's witty, or a person, let's take the other example, the person is 
tall, dark, and handsome. When the person becomes old, craggy, and, and, and not so handsome, then, then you don't have the facial. And so on. The, the, the more you hit an essential item, then you have a more blessing relationship. And like the muscle we gave with the father, since the relationship goes to the very core of his neshama, to the very core of who he is, what he is, then even on his deathbed, when he displays none of the qualities he has, it's your father, So by identifying the kudos in, in Torah, that is the essential point of it, the essential leader, it also gives us a grip on it that we don't shake easily or, or never. So let's ask ourselves, what is the meter of HaKadosh Baruch Hu that is, if we can array the meters of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, all of the meters, what would we consider to be the essential one? So Hazal told us, when, when, for instance, imagine a person writes a letter. In your letter you describe how you feel about different things, certain items that are of interest to you, and at the very end, you sign the name. Signing the name is you. In other words, I'm not feeling well is a trap in my life. I would like some medication is a trap in my life. Please send me God to so and so. Do this and this. Those are all details of my life. The signature, my signature is me. And Chazal said, Chosomosh HaKadosh Baruch Hu Emes. HaKadosh Baruch Hu signs Kaviyahu's notes with Emes. And Chazal gave an example where there was a question about something and the note came down and said Emes, and that's how the rule was HaKadosh Baruch So if we're looking at the different needles of HaKadosh Baruch like the array of the needles, and try to, to distinguish between what are needles of HaKadosh Baruch and what is the need of HaKadosh Baruch Hu? Chosomosh HaKadosh Baruch Hu is And Rosh Hashanah, when we come into being, and that's when we declare HaKadosh Baruch Hu in the most primary terms, we talk about Hashem, Olekim Emes, Ke'ate Emes, Baruch Emes. The need of Emes is the very hallmark of HaKadosh Baruch So if we can ask ourselves, what aspect of Torah is the core aspect. So let's give an example um, I guess in a teaching way. Let's say a person tells somebody, learn and someday you'll become a very much rub and you get a lot of cover. So that we all understand is experience. But what if a Rebbe tells a Talmud, you know, it's a brilliant spark. Like, people who learn are geniuses. There's more Chachma here, there's more, it's sharper better than any other place. It might be true, but that's part of the beauty of Torah, that's part of, of the Chachma. I don't know if I fit at the core. If I can't, so somebody could, and the Raya is, somebody can come to me and say, listen, geometry problems are also very tantalizing. Algebra problems, and science problems. I need to find something that marks for Torah from other studies. This brilliance, Chachma So if I just focus on the aspect of Chachma, I have yet to define the critical aspect of Torah that is Torah itself. So there are other Chachmos, there are other brilliances, 
there are other beautiful words, that, and, the, and there has to be something about it that this is this distinguishing mark, the litmusness. Rambam says, "Ha'osik um, me'ahava." Someone who ha'obik me'ahava, osik b'torah v'mitzvus, v'holet v'nesivus ha'chafma, lo mipnei dava ba'olam, no exterior reason for it, v'lo mipnei yiras ha'ra, and not because of the fear that something will happen if he doesn't learn, v'lo kidei yiras ha'tov, but not because he gets ganeidim. Ella, oiseh ha'emes mipnei shahu emes. He does emes because it is emes. So the Ramam is defined for us in Yad that a person is the, the defining factor of the Shema. If I want to give it a description, what is the Shema? What is its essence? What is the thing that is its essence? So the Ramam says, Oseh ha'emes v'neishu emes. And the source of the Ramam is a Gemara, I think. It, um, it's not brought down that that's a source but they give up Imar says in Shabbos two Tamil HaChomim that keep debating with each other in order to sharpen the Halakha HaKadosh Baruch Hu Matzliyacha HaKadosh Baruch Hu helps them Shenema Vador Patzlach Atipi Vador Patzlach In other words, the dialogue and, and the tension of two people debating a halakha, Akashpoka holds them. Yochol Akilashulolishma, Talmud Loma Alvar Emes. The Fosset says, um, that it has to be Alvar Emes. So Chazal, the Gemara, is identifying the opposite of Shalolishma is Dvar Emes. In other words, when you have a tension between two people arguing, and each one is saying the difference from that arguing, if the purpose is because that's where you get the emiss between the two, that's called Lushma. So you have two people coming from two different angles, and since when you come from two different angles, you hit the point, that's the point, that's the, that is the essential point of order. It's defined as Lushma. And on a personality level, it's defined as about ends. That's what Kazala said. So we have here a definition for the Shema as being identical with ends. And there are two types of chinuch that I would like to present as, as the way, as areas that are very strongly affected. The first one is how do you encourage a child? Now, the truth is, the Rambam says, you're supposed to start with Shalom Lishma. You're not allowed to start with Lishma because no human being starts like with Lishma. Rambam in Mizakdam with the Sanhedrin, the Pelech, says very clearly, you're supposed to start by giving candies, money, kavod, and then if they are mature enough and ready for it, go on with the message of Lishma. So, we're not talking about starting the Shema as being the primary ingredient of Shema. But how do we inculcate a child with it? So let's, let's take a look at, um, let's take a look at, at, a, at a different type of, of, of teaching. What drives a kid 
to learn science. One of the things that drives a child or any human being is we want to know and understand the truth. Like, why is it that a rock falls? It's something we don't like to live with things where we don't understand why they really work. We ask ourselves, sometimes you have a, a situation, a person comes along and tells a story that's not true. Either he's boasting, or, or he's mixing up facts and it's not true. And it's not just a mother fact, it really doesn't make a difference, big deal. And yet people become very, very, very upset. And they protest and say, no, it's not true, you didn't do it, it was he that did it, and, and you're taking credit for it. So what do you care? Well, it's not to get anything. There is a strong sense in a person's nephesh for Emmys, just like Chesed. It, 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 all the Midas Tovos are Akarishpavos Ratsan, and, and there are receptacles built into our nephesh that relate to it. So if we keep pounding away at, um, don't you see how poor this person is, and such Rachmanis and so on, we touch on the nerves of Rachmanis and we bring out Rachmanis to children. Emes are desire to understand, to know, really is something you can hammer out and get out from a person's nephesh also. Not only also, it's the essential problem. In some ways, it's the latest, one of the latest ones to develop because it's so deep. Chesed, a, a young kid of six or seven, is already feels bad for the children. The, the desire, uh, on the other hand, a child six or seven has sometimes not an easy time distinguishing MS from that MS. But at a certain point, a person tells me, I want to know the MS. People will, will I mean, in the secular world, will be most nefesh to write histories that are true, or at least in their eyes are true, even if it might be getting arrested or whatever, and you say it's a big deal. You're not fighting for freedom, but you're just writing the facts as they are. And the answer is, there is that co-op in a person, and it is probably a core part of his nefesh, just like by Akhanus Baraku, this is Osomo, so as other as Osomo Kim, that's his host. There actually is a very known when he speaks about Emmis, he describes Emes as being the Sod HaNefesh. Emes is the foundation block of the Nefesh. And I think he means because it's parallel of the Hosomot HaKadosh Baruch So it's not just a nice thing that we have, it's not just an extra thing. So you hear when a Rebbe teaches children, and like I said last time, uh, with a lot of caveats, I'm not an experienced teacher, and I don't, I don't have, uh, I don't teach Bokram at an age when it's only the Mechanic, really, or it's too late for Mechanic, one of the two, but it's certainly, I, I've got very little in that sense, and you do know and do understand that it's going to be other people that, that, that are working with it. Each age is different, each child is different, but there's got to be a development. For instance, a, 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 a Rebbe will say a and say, isn't that brilliant? Isn't that sharp? You say a Chvitmistik That's very nice. But you have to, but there has to be room to say, you know, this is a three to six part. This is but you know, this feels like the ends. This is ends. This is shot. I, I um, once heard a minor from a putna. The putna uh, um, was tremendous. Amkin, this is very deep. They're very beautiful. 
and they were enchanting just with the beauty and everything about it. But I vividly remember a mime I heard when I was a young boy. He said a shot on a mission of this, which was very beautiful shot. And then he said, it's a nice shot. It's like, it's like when you catch somebody and hold on to his shoulder instead of grabbing by its neck. And what the Chalice said is a shot. It's not the shot. And then he said a second shot which we really felt addressed the heart. One of the problems is you develop, you can say nice trusted, nice verifla, things that are nice, and that's a reader, oh, that's very nice to a daughter like that, but it's not grabbing it at its heart. Then a Rebbe should say, this is Emmys. This is what it says. That's something the Rebbe has to be convinced of that, and it's something that the child has to hear that Emmys are for his other things. I remember Rebbe Nochum was my Rebbe in the mayor. Rebbe Nochum was a Goyen Olam, Ankin, Tremendous uh, Rosh Hashiva. And one of the things that would sometimes puzzle people about the way he said a share, you could sometimes ask him a very good kasha on the share. And he'd think a minute and he would say, it's a good kasha, nice kasha. Sometimes somebody would show him another Ramban, he was saying, Chakraban, so it's another Ramban, and he'd look at it and say, you know, I think I'm wrong. And the weight of the first kasha was much more powerful than the other Ramban that he showed. And people with sometimes outsiders were very puzzled by it. I mean, I guess this guy has a thousand kasha and a really good kasha, and nothing said, good, you, you know, give yourself an, uh, an A for a great kasha. And somebody would show up a deal, and nothing would look at it and say, you know, I don't think, I think, I, I think we have to start all over. And the reason was very simple. If he felt that the kasha was a kasha on it, so fine, it's a, this is Pshat Nirajpa, I'm convinced. The kasha is a kasha, I'll have to deal with it. I'll have a kasha, I won't have a kasha. But I think I've identified what the Rajpa is saying. But when a person showed another Rajpa and it became clear it's not what the Rajpa is saying, then there's no point to it anymore. It, what it says was the first point. Is this what it says? It is not what it says. And if it's not what it says, a thousand Jerusalem are not going to help you anymore. It's, it's, it's not something that, 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 will, that, that will make it more ends. And it was a very fine mishnah. It was a very fine way. Sometimes you would, you would think you'd go on. Sometimes you must work the whole night really with a whole bunch of Shabbos. Again, he closed and said, you know, it's just not right. And, and he couldn't hold those down against that's not, that's not, that's not, what was his problem? He, 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 he could outrun anybody. You couldn't catch him on the catch. But he knew it was the enemy. When he said a shear, his highlight of the shear wasn't, you know, the svara. Like, everybody gets excited at a different part of the shear, depending on what you have there to show me. One person is going to hit the depth of, it, of the svara. One person is going to make the cheshbim, and it's, it's very, very sharp. But at the end of, basically the end of the shit, he'd come back to the Rashi that he started with and say, now read the Rashi. Isn't that exactly what he says? That was, that was the high point of the shit was 
He used to say, Vodan Kitsova. That was his lush. Exactly. I'm reading Rashi. I, you know, now that we finished the Shia and we're starting over again, this is Rashi, and it, it reads that way. And if it doesn't read that way, then it's just not ends. I, I, someone told me once that he used to love Kripus of Bokul when he was young. He said, he got older, he started picking up some shots for him, from Eidheim and Kumish and so on. And he said, well, it's just, it's good, because, it, it, yeah, that's what it says, and he's right. That is, building a Harrafa for Emis is a very, very important kind of alternative. That's one aspect of, of, of the skin of the MS and the Shema. There's a second aspect, and this is a more subtle one and goes a lot more to the heart of the Talmud rather than to the heart of, of the Shia. When you are, when you understand something, the same shot can be said over by two people, one of whom the shot is the emissary says. To another one, it's contrived. It, it, it's not. That's not what it says. And it's part of, of the emiss of Torah that it, it, it dresses itself, it lands on a surface of a macabre. In other words, for some people, this type of chassidim, when they say chassidim Torah, live it as the emiss. Because that's the neshama. For, for a literature person, how it looks like mind boggling. You don't really mean that this is what Rashi said, all those gematrics and all those verbal and all those. And that's part of the Ayyipan of the Torah. But there's got to be a sense inside the child that it's endless to him. One of the things that I find sometimes frustrating, and again, let me give you two or three anecdotes. A, a boy, a, a very special boy from very special high school, Kate was a bit of a relative of mine, and he was unhappy with his learning, but he was a very good boy. And I, I wanted to get a sense of it. So we sat down and we're learning this the comments. I sat down and said, say it. So I asked him something. So he read the word. Rashi, very well, very good job. I asked him about Rashi. Rashi seems to be getting something to murder, there's no reason for it. So he said, yeah, he says, um, let me think there are six shots in this Rashi. I said, you know, I don't want to chat. I'm learning with you. What's chat? No, Rebbe said there's six chatting. Six chatting don't enhance chat. I mean, my chinuch, and I'm sure there are other chinuchs, but my chinuch was, there's no who said chat. Sometimes you have chinuch, you said this is chat. But at the bottom of the line is the six are alternative chatting. And obviously, you want to try to expose the comment to a lot of different types of approaches. And you need to do it different times for different time. But you've got to have a sense of the Rebbe. This is what it says. And this is what, what, what it says in other places. He didn't, he didn't know what I wanted from him. I said, there are no six, but Rashi has one shot. What do you think shot is? I, you know, all of those six are, are you know, the, the greatest proportion. But you're a Torah, and there's got to be a terrorist emiss that fits to you. What, do you. what seems to you shot? He was helpless. He was like asking to be in Chinese. That is a problem when you, you don't shut in and it comes shut in. You don't add. Sometimes you dilute the sense of struggle to get to an end that you feel. I feel this is chat. In halacha and in sack, you have to ask big basic and the big dog and do like that. In Kalmatayra, you have to work until this is the way you understand it. One of the great lessons of this 
I was also by Reb Nachum. Um, Reb Nachum used to, I mean, the last year was in Nachum Zikim. Because it's Kufa when he said on Fridays in Kachim. And just to get a sense of it, uh, I used to say that from 1 to 2 Friday afternoon, it was being the light. Um, so he used to say on Kachim. And he had a, a stellar, a very deep sheer on people that he had printed out. Very difficult to understand. It was printed in, in, in Atun, I think, many years ago, I think. In the 40s and 50s. And he came to that subject. And everybody was waiting for him to say it. He said a very pale version of it. A very simplified, a similar, but without all the knack that it had and so on. And someone over to me afterwards and asked him, you know, um, how come Rebbe didn't say what he wrote? He waited to hear. You know, he says, I just don't feel it that way. I just don't feel it now. I don't feel it that's shy. He, he could have said over the words very easily. He could have said over exactly. It wasn't, it wasn't, he didn't have a cash on it. There wasn't a problem with it. But if he doesn't feel it, that's not his ends. And it's, it's, in, it's, and it's, a, it's a very hard, it's a long and hard thing up for these things. Um, the, the, I once heard from a Rebbe of mine. His name was a Kate, he's a kind of brother. Um, his son is the Shashiv in Denver. His other son is the Rebbe of Shashiv in Pittsburgh. He was a Rebbe of mine in RJJ. And he was a stellar figure from the old area. He was lived in the 70s. And he told me of a story. He came to Rabbi. He was 12 or 13 years old. And he had a Shem as a leader, I guess, or as a Bakishra. And he obviously wanted to live up to his reputation. So he was sitting around Tony Chuck's chair. And his mind was working overtime to, to get a cash on the ship. And sure enough, he snaps up with a cash on the ship. And Tony looks at him and he says, This is for cash. It's not an honest question. So he, he realized he thought he must make a mistake. So he worked it over, worked it over, and then. The cash the cash is, he said, man, the shim it's a good cash it, it works out. He says, no, I said, the cash is good cash it's not an honest question. It's not, you weren't listening to understand, and this was blocking your understanding, but rather you needed to make a point, and even if the point is technically true, it's not honest to the person. There, there, there is the truness of MS. It, and it's a very hard balance. The Bishol Salanka says that in his, in his uh, letters, he writes that learning and growing is a balance of two separate corpus and What he calls the poisonous co-op of wanting to be ahead of the game, being successful, a kid needs to be stimulated because there's ambition, he wants to be best in class, covered. those are things that are imperative, because that's why you work. The world doesn't exist for Lishma. And, he says, the core of ends. The, the, the Lishma, and the other one he calls the gift of Kepraf, which means the poisonous influence of, of the competitiveness and ambition. So, you do need, in a, in a school setting, to provoke. You, you, you can't start, the Ramam says, you can't start with Lishma. That's not the way to start kids need stimuli in terms of prizes, they need stimuli in terms of competition, and so on. Those all have a place. But what's very critical is there has to be a slow um, 
for Emmys. There has to be a certain mixtus of a, a child learning to appreciate Emmys. So let me sum up the, the points that they were making. Learning Lishma is not just a very, very high madrid. It's a core of what Torah is, and we have to build our learning around that core. You can start out very far, but it's got to keep heading towards a direction that is what the internal aspect of Torah is. We have to be heading towards that essence. That essence is called the Shema, because when you want something for its real reason, for its real essence, that's called where the Kavana is the Shema. If you want to give the Shema, what is the real essence of Torah that describes it in the most essential way? The Mida is Emes. It has Chesed, it has Mishra, it has Din, it has Gdula, it has Memchaz it has wonderful things. But if I can ask you what is Torah in one word, Emes. It is the real understanding of the Bria. What belongs to me, what belongs to you. How does one marry a woman? How does one divorce a woman? How does one doubt Takarish Baruch What does one say Takarish Baruch Hu? When is Takarish Baruch closer to us? When is he distant to us? How do we bring him a, 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 an expression of Kirma? How, how does one bring a curve? What is damaging the Bria? That is, is the ultimate science book of the essence of the Bria. And we have to bring out in the kids a harakha for emis, the desire, like the Rambam says, that that the oisa emis who emis, because it is emis. That is one half of it. So understanding, so everything it's, it's nice to encourage a child. This is a, this is a brilliant part. This is a deep part. This is a shmaka part. But a child has to hear occasionally, ah, if this is such an emis part. And, and obviously you have to read it and you have to hear it. This goes at the heart of the matter. That's one thing. The second thing is, you, the child has to also begin to get, uh, uh, in his nephesh, a, a desire to have I, I Just one more anecdote, which I really think is, I had a cousin, uh, a young who was born with a, what's this cousin of mine, who was born with um, Limping and he had a physical deformity. A kid who worked very hard on himself, pushed himself really hard, and and one uh, he was 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 a young children. He was sniffed at 19 in a car accident. But at his hospital, his rabbi told over a story which made a tremendous impression on me. He gave him. He was a very good student. Did his work well. He handed it a kina, and one question was blank. So yes, you don't know it at all. She said, "No, I'm, I'm not sure. You know, I have some, you know, I have some ideas of it, but I don't know how to answer the questions." That. She said, "So why don't you write down what you know, and with that partial benefit?" And he said, meaning, I don't float." It's not a little knowing, a little not knowing, a little more, a little less. Do I know the answer? Don't I know the answer? And if, and if the pieces don't come together, I just don't know it. It's a very hard meter because it's not the meter of young children. Young children are, they want to grow, they want to succeed, 
ambition, those are healthy, normal drives of a child. But there's got to be groundwork for understanding is this an emissopash or not an emissopash. And it relates to many things. It's late. I don't want, I don't want to go far. But it relates also to the way people delude themselves. I, I once saw somebody sitting next to me at a yeshiva when I was living. This person was very into food, very indulgent person. And he was sitting on Shabbos eating spoon after spoon of tone and saying, the cover Shabbos, the cover Shabbos, the cover Shabbos. I couldn't take it and ask him, what's this all about? He said, that's what it says as far as supposed to do. But why? I mean, be honest with yourself. Because Sunday is a cover Sunday, Monday is a cover Monday, Tuesday is a cover Tuesday. I mean, it, you consist of all week long. Like, like why is it a cover Shabbos? But, but it's a chino. It, 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 it's, it's learning not to be emiss with yourself. We don't develop enough in ourselves to receptacles for emiss. So we also need understanding that it's, it's good to be emiss. The safe possibility is, it says, anything that's not essential, if, if, if you like something that causes money, the money comes, the money goes, and the French closes that. If you like somebody like Musaulam because the person is, is physically attractive, then that comes, that goes, and there's nothing left. When you attach yourself to the thing itself, to the very essence of it, it stays forever. It's true in learning. If a person likes sharp stuff, deep stuff, this stuff, that stuff, you know, at some point in life it phases out. But if the person wants to understand the endless degree of that's a tulus and nefesh that goes to the ends. Because the, as the years go by and a person's competitiveness, the, the kid who's gone, who's learning really fast as he's going to be the greatest machine in the world, when he turns 40 and 50, he's found his place, he's not going much further, up or down. And then that clears out. When he catches on to the emiss of Taylor and the emiss of himself, then it lasts forever. Because the, the emiss is a leader that can never mishkana. It's, it's emiss. And, and, and the, that's, that's a thing that will remain with him forever and ever.